Hallelujah. If you want to appreciate God, you appreciate God properly. If you want to clap, clap very well. Clap, give a clap offering that will move God indeed to appreciate that indeed you have come by his power and by his grace. Amen. Choir, God bless you. The Lord will take you to higher level. The Lord will take you to a new level. In the name of Jesus. All of us, the Lord will take us to a new level. It's his promise to us this month, isn't it? He said he will take us. He will do a new thing. We are seeing new things. And we will see many more new things in the name of Jesus. Father, we want to thank you. We thank you for the time we have spent thus far in your presence. Indeed, thank you because in your presence there is fullness of joy. Father, we can see the fullness of joy already manifesting. Make it more in our lives in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your word that will come. Thank you, Father, because you will speak to us yourself. Father, O Lord, wherever we have been discouraged, encourage us. Wherever we are weak, strengthen us. Father, wherever we have fallen down, Father, lift us up. Wherever, O Lord, we are in pieces, Father, O Lord, calm this storm. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, blessed Redeemer. For in Jesus' wonderful name, we pray. In Jesus' wonderful name, we pray. Isaiah 43. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 19. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 19. Behold, I will do a new thing. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Shall you not know it? I will do a new thing. Shall you not know it? At the beginning of the month, the the Lord gave us a word. He says this month, he will do a new thing. He will do a new thing to us. He will do a new thing in our midst. He will do something new. When you talk of something new, it's, it's, it means it's new. You've not seen it before. You've not seen it before. That's why it's new. If you have seen it, it can't be new. If you have used it, it can't be new. Something you've not used, something you are not familiar, something you've not seen. It's just new. You go to the market, you buy something that has not been used. You buy it there because it still has the label there. It's new. No one has used it. It's new. Something new. And like Brother David said here, he said, you know, get into the wave that is moving. Many a times God speaks his word to us. Many a times he releases word to us. From January right up to April, he has given us words. 31st into the 1st of 31st of December last year into the 1st of this year he gave us a word he gave he released he released something to the church now when god gives a word 
it comes to pass. Once it is from God, it will come to pass. Once it is God, so long as it's not man, it will come to pass. And that is why it's important for us to just latch into what God is saying to us. That this month, he will do a new thing. He said he will do a new thing. And what we are going to be talking about this morning is, the topic I have is, it says something new for me. Something new for me. I don't know about you. And I'm carrying on from, you know, all that we've spoken about concerning new things. Oh, last Sunday, incredible Sunday, right? God even made it possible for us to come out here. Those that needed a torch to get a torch for a new thing. A torch for a new thing. God says, I will do a new thing. And now, why not tell your neighbor, shall you not know it? No, you are saying it as if you really don't. Tell him, shall you not know her? Tell her, tell him, tell her, tell him. Shall you, shall you. You see, when when you say that one, that shall you not know it, if you do not know it, it means it's happening and you are sitting there on your own. You know, something can be happening. Instead of you to be a participant, you will be a spectator. May you never be a spectator of this in the name of Jesus. The Lord said, behold, He said, behold, I, behold, I, he didn't say, behold, Pastor Chris Benley will do. No, he said, I, he didn't say, behold, Pastor E. Adeboye will do. No, he said, I, I, the Lord will do. It means that if it's the Lord that is saying, he will do it. My own will come to pass. I don't know about you, but my own will come to pass. My own will come to pass. So going through all that we've seen, you know, last Sunday and, 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 and previously, I want us to look at certain things, few things to help us get there. Few, few things that we need to do. Because many a times when God says something or somebody, when, when, God ex, when somebody experiences a miracle, you find out that the person definitely has a part, plays a part in getting that miracle, isn't it? When you get a miracle, if you sit without you putting your faith into action or you moving to where the thing is going to come, you don't get it. When you read the Bible, all through people who got miracles, the Bartimaeus that was, he, he, he shouted, you know, the woman with the issue of she moved. You move, you make effort. People, you just, that it has come doesn't mean you just sit down there and it will do. You have to do something also. And those are the few things that I want us to look at. A few things that we need to do. Number one, build your ark. Build your ark and wait for, for the rain. Build your own ark and wait for the rain. And make sure you build an ark that has rooms. In Genesis chapter 6 from verse 14 and uh, right to Genesis chapter 7 verse 1. We read the story of Noah. If you read the story of Noah there, God said to him, build this ark. Now, it gave him specification. But it also said something there very interesting. It said, make rooms. Don't just build an open ark. Now, when God is saying to you, I'm going to do something. If you want to get the benefit of it, what what do you need to do? You must be prepared. Otherwise, it will come and it will just fly by you. And you'll be wondering, what has happened? What is happening? Now, 
God has said, I will do something new. I want us to build our acts. People will think you are crazy. Yeah, people, you just imagine you go to your house and in your garden, you just start building a big ark. That's you constructing one ark. I'm sure your neighbors will think you are crazy, but go ahead. Because it is not your neighbor that is saying it. It's God that is saying, I will do it. Build your ark and be prepared. Build your ark, make rooms for it. Collect new vessels, like the woman in 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 3. When Elisha said to her, go and collect. I can tell you, those her sons, if you don't give, I'm sure they will collect. If they see any empty one, they will collect. Because it were, they were the ones that were going to be giving out you know, in exchange for the debt, isn't it? If your situation is that bad, you know that of a truth you need to get out of that situation. You know of a truth that, look, you are tired of where you are. I am telling you, when they say go and get the vessels, <laughs> no matter how big the person is, no matter the strength you will, the strength that you have in your mouth, you will use it to get what you want. Build your act. Build your act and wait for the rain. Number two, operate life from the position of strength. Operate life. You just operate your life from the position of strength. What is your strength? What is your strength? You still want to operate life. Don't dwell on your weakness. You know, a lot of times things happen and we're just there. Maybe the weakness is just 1% or 10% of the entire 100%. And then all that you dwell on is that weakness. God is saying, I'm going to do a new thing. And then you're looking at yourself, you're saying, how? They have... Throughout last year, every month you was given, only one of mine came to pass. Hold on to the one. Just continue to operate from your, your position of strength. What is your strength? Wait, put your own strength to use. That weakness, God is going to cover up for it. Position yourself. In Luke chapter 19, Luke 19 from verse 1 to 10. A man there, we hear the story of a man called Zacchaeus. The man was a tax collector. He had money. Not that he was poor. He had money. He went. He wanted to see Jesus also. But he had certain limitations. Number one, the Bible said the man was of small status. Number two, the man was a tax collector. It means he was not somebody that was likened by many people in the society. But the, the strength that he had, he used it. He ran ahead. He ran ahead and then climbed a tree, a tree. Now, one thing I discovered is that, you know, you, you may say, okay, what is there in climbing a tree, a tree? But if you have, if you go back to your youthful days when you used to go out there and do some of those things, you know that it's not everybody that is able to climb a tree. Yeah, that even when you climb the tree, there are certain branches on the tree that you need to get something there. That's not all of you that can get to that branch. The man, and he was a man, he was not a boy. He was not, they didn't say, he, the Bible didn't say he was a teenager. He was a man. So it's not easy. I mean, if you are, you are over 30 here, you know what I'm talking about. It's not easy for you to go now and that you want to attempt to climb a tree again. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hallelujah. But the man went ahead. He used his strength. He used his strength to position himself properly. He used the thing that he had. He knew that probably going to these people, you know, it's not, 
it's because of his status, because of his personality in the society. People may even shove him. You know, you just look and say, this man, every day you come to disturb me. For, uh, let me use this crowd to just, somebody will just hit him. The man just quietly went ahead, climbed the tree. That was his strength. What is your strength? Operate from the position of your strength. Allow God to also position you when you get there. When Zacchaeus got there, when Jesus said, come down, he didn't refuse to come down. He came down immediately. That was what he was looking for. That was the opportunity. One single opportunity he was looking for. And Jesus said, come down. He's like, he said, ah. Those of you that were in the workers' uh, meeting this morning, mommy said something, isn't it? She kept something. And she believed. She believed that someday. She believed. And that thing did not come to pass. Did it not come to pass? It's like positioning yourself. Now, she, do you think that God would not have blessed her for using those things to reach out to the man of God? She didn't tell us that part of it, but I, I'm very sure. I, I am very sure. I'm very sure. I, it, there's no way. You, you, do you understand what I'm talking about? So position yourself. When you position, allow God to also position you. Allow God to position you. God already has a place he is taking you. When he says, I will do something, he's, he, allow him to position you because he has where he's taking you to. And that place he's taking you to is far better than where you are struggling to take yourself to. He has, before he created you, he knew you. He knew where he was taking you to. He brought you for a purpose. He, had that, he has that purpose for you. Allow him to take you to that place. Allow him to position you. And God will position you in the, in the place of your strength in the name of Jesus. The disciples of Jesus Christ, was, it, it's interesting to read their story. You just see someone, he said, follow me. And you start following. Follow me. And you start following. Because they know very well that if they follow this Jesus, he was going to take them where they have never been. And by the grace of God, all of them got to a new start, new beginning, new things in their life where they've never been before. You just imagine yourself, you're just doing your fishing every year, every day, every day. Yeah, yeah, you know, your grandparents did, your parents did, you, you are doing it. And all of a sudden, this man is saying, put, just I say, put it here. And they did. From a limited liability company, that day, that day, your company was quoted on the, stake, on the stock market, PLC. And then he said, follow me. You won't follow. And the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Number three. The number three thing that we need to know. Know that it is about you. When God releases a word, the word will come. But it will say to you. And that you could be all of us in this auditorium. Know that what you need. Know that the new thing God is talking about is about you. It's not about the person sitting by your side. It's not even about your husband. It's not about your wife. It's about you. Know that it is about you. Know that it is about you. In Luke chapter 8, from verse 43 to 48. Luke chapter 8, 43 to 48. Tells us the story of a woman who had the issue of blood for years. Years she had that problem. Years she... Spent her money, spent her money, spent all that she had. For years, she was just going from one place to the other, one doctor after the other, and so on. Years. And when 
the opportunity came. Even though by tradition, even though her culture will not allow her because of that flow of blood to come out, even though her tradition would not allow her to mix up with certain people because of the, that flow of blood, even though certain things were preventing her, even though she didn't have the money, she could have even been running down on energy. She, she just had the last. But when the opportunity came, she knew that it was about her. She knew that it was about her. She knew it was not a communal thing. She knew that if she did not key into it, if she knew that if she did not go for it at that instance, then she might stay another 12 years. Yeah, because between the sunrise and the sunset, it's not just one day as we see it. It's a very long time. If God is saying, I'm going to do it, that I will do a new thing, I will do a new thing, then you better put yourself in a position that he will do it. The question in Isaiah 43 verse 19 that we ask, I said, shall I not know it? It's not just to all, it's not to all of us. It's to you as an individual. The whole thing is not a communal thing. The woman just did not wait for anybody to take her there. She pushed by herself. She used the last in her. She used, she, she just is like, I'm going to get it, closing your eyes and going all out for it. She did not look back. If she had waited for somebody, she, she probably would not have gotten there. And it all paid for her. Because at the end of it, in verse 48, the Bible says, she did not only get healing, she, that blood did not only stop, but Jesus said to her, what? Be of good cheer. Be of good comfort. Comfort came to her. He said, be at peace. She got peace of mind. Peace all around her. And you know the amazing thing? From a woman, he said to her, daughter. She moved from a position of any other woman to being a daughter. When, 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 when somebody calls you, for you to be a daughter, there must be a relationship. From a position of a woman with the, the issue of blood that we knew, she became a daughter to our Lord Jesus Christ. It's about you. It's about you alone. Number four, be unstoppable. Be unstoppable. The same uh, passage, Luke chapter 8, from verse 43 to 48, this woman was unstoppable. There was nothing anyone was going to do at that instance. Because the Bible says she did what? She pushed into them. She just went. So be unstoppable. When they say this thing, when God says, I'm going to do it, no, just say, look, Purpose in your mind and be unstoppable. Don't, no matter what anyone is going to say, don't follow that one. Just do your own. Just do your own. Focus on your goal. Focus on the word. Focus on what God is saying. If you stop, you're just going to mess yourself up. Don't quit. Don't stop. No matter how many obstacles the enemy will throw at you, don't stop. Don't stop. Luke chapter 5 from verse 18 to 19. There's a passage, there's, there's, you know, there's a short uh, story there I want us to look at. Luke chapter 5, 18 to 19. Please, if you may, can you put it up? Luke chapter 5. Gospel of Luke chapter 5. Yeah, from verse 18. It says, And behold, men brought in a, 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 in a bed a man which was taken with, with a palsy, and they sought means to bring him and to lay him before him. 19. And when they could not find by what way, 
they might bring him in because of the multitude. They did what? They went upon the housetop and let him down through the tiling with his couch into the midst before Jesus. They went there. They got there. They were unstoppable. No matter what is going to cost you, if you come through the door and you can't get in, go through the window. If you can't go through the window, go through the, rough, uh, the rooftop. When you blow it, the same Christ that has made it possible for you to stand on your feet will make it possible for you to replace those roofs. Don't give up. Don't give up. You know, many times we, we, when the word comes like this, we say, oh, last month, after all, there was a, uh, there was a word. He, God says, this is our month of this. Last month he said it. I, nothing happened to me. So, I'm not sure it's going to come. But you don't know when your own is going to come. One thing I know with God is that once you hold on to it and you keep going with it, if you don't give up, you will get what he says he will give to you. The time of waiting is a time of training. The time of waiting is a time of you getting matured for what he's going to send. Don't give up. Don't quit. Be unstoppable. Be unstoppable. Number five. Run with some hungry people. Hallelujah. Run with some hungry people. Proverbs 27, 17 says, As iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. Run with people who are hungry. Don't go with people who are just laid back. Some lazy, mediocre, laid back people. Some people that just couldn't be bothered by anything. They are not going to help you. Surround yourself with very important people that will encourage you to go. Now, excuse me. when God says, I am going to do a new thing, go look for the people that are ready for a new thing. Look for people who want to change their level. Associate with those people. It is the way they are running that will make you to run. Because you, there's no way you associate yourself with somebody who is seeking for anointing, who is looking for more anointing, that it will not rub off on you. Look for somebody, look for people who are hungry, who are hungry for this new level, people who are hungry to change their position, people who are saying, look, I am tired of where I am. Yes, I, I may be satisfied with where I am at the moment, but it is not good enough for me because that is not where God is taking me to. Look for hungry people. Surround yourself with them. They, they are the ones that can help you. In Acts of the Apostles, if you read, when the apostle, when it happened, all of those people, because, because the Bible said because they were what? One accord. One accord. All the time they were together. One accord. They were looking for, you know, just going together. Something happened in Acts 15 verse 39. Acts chapter 15 verse 39. Paul, when he, was, he spoke to Barnabas, he said, look, let's go on this. Let's go again and visit these people. And he said, who are we going to take? He said, John Mark. Paul said, lie. It will not happen. Not John Mark. You know why? Because John Mark had, you know, they had gone on one before and the man just left them. So he didn't want a, a, you know, a, a repeat performance of that. He didn't want someone who will discourage him. He wanted someone that will go all the way with him. But Barnabas said, no, me, I'm ready to give this man a second chance. Imagine what would have happened if John Mark had abandoned Barnabas again on the way. Be wise. Look for people. Run with some hungry people. I tell you. <laughs> and the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Now, this is one place that I want us to really sit and look at. They know very well. Number six. 
propel yourself. And I say there, be wise, be wise, propel yourself. In Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 30, Proverbs 30, uh, 24 to 28, it says something there. I want us to look at that story and then we'll pick some things there. Sorry, one minute. I'm looking at Proverbs 20. Yeah, Proverbs 30, 24. Thank you. It says, There are four things which are little on the earth, but they are exceedingly wise. The ants are a people not strong, yet they prepare their food in the summer. The rock badgers are a feeble folk, yet they make their homes in the cracks. The locusts have no king, yet they all advance in ranks. The spider skillfully grabs with its hands, and it is in king's palaces. Now, I, I took my time. I took, even before I knew I was going to, you know, uh, you know speak today, I, I, I was looking at these little things. You know, I, I was just wondering, why would, the, why, why would the Bible, you know, say they are exceedingly wise? These little things. I look at them. Look at the things that we have, you know. The biggest of them there is the, is the rock badger. Now, when you look at, I, I'm not going to look at all of them. I just picked one, the locust. And we will look at the, 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 the way the locusts behave. And that was why I said in this point, propel yourself. Now, when you look at the badger, the rock badger, he has a fu- the future of four different animals. He, had a future, he has the future of an elephant. He has the future of a rhino. He has the future of a whale. He has the future of rodents. But he's small. He's, small. he's not big like the, the rest of them. Look at all the animals that he has their future. The, the rock badger builds his house in the cracks, goes to the cracks, in the, just on, on the clefts there, crevices like and just build his house. And the rock badger makes his house so, in fact, no animal likes to go there. He makes it very unhospitable. Very unhospitable for other animals. And what I was reading the thing, you know, I just I said, look at this small thing. He builds his house there. The rock badger can sight from one mile. And, and that's why he is one animal that is difficult for other animals. And, the, and the, you know, the, 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 the animal that can, can threaten him the most is the black eagle. But God has given the rock badger this eye that he can sight the black eagle. Even if the black eagle is coming. Because the black eagle, when he wants to attack him, he goes and faces the direction of the sun. Knowing that no animal can face the direction of the sun the way he is. And attacks them from the direction of the sun. But they are able to sight the black eagle one mile from that direction of the sun. And as soon as that, that happens, they just begin to, to scream. You know, just begin to make. And they have 21 different sounds they make. To each other, signifying twenty-one different things. Then all of them will disappear and go into their, you know, their their their, their house, and they don't live alone. They live in in family of ten to forty. That's the rock badger. 
But that's not the one I want us to look at. I want us to look at the locust. The locust, you know, it cannot fly. The locust cannot fly. It doesn't have wings. But it moves miles from wherever you do, to anywhere it wants to go. It can move for miles. The strength of the locust is in its leg. Now, the locust can jump 20 times the height it, 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 it is meant to jump. So that's where the strength of the locust is. So when the locust needs to move, he will jump. So it will jump 200 times, I mean, more than what normally he will jump. But that's not, this, the whole thing is not about the jumping of the locust. Before the locust will move, it prepares itself. He will prepare himself very, very well. Then he will wait. As soon as it begins to hear the rustling of wind on the leaves of a tree, he knows it is time for him to move. Then he just gets ready. Now when the wind begins to blow, the locust will now use that strength that he has. Jump and propel itself into the wind. And allow the wind to carry it. It won't fly. Allow the wind to carry it as far as it can go. Hallelujah. It will just allow the wind. And it will fly effortlessly. It will fly effortlessly. Incredible. Very interesting. The locust, no matter what, it does not give up. It can't... He doesn't have a wing. He can stay in that place, but he will not give up. That he doesn't have wing, uh, wings and other grasshoppers are flying about does not mean that he will give up. And the, the amazing thing about the locusts is that when they need to move, if they, are not, if they are not many in number, they quickly increase themselves, multiply themselves, and make them. That is why when the locust lands here, you will know. You will know that some people have visited this place. Anything green will go. Anything, it will just, it will devour it completely. But when the locust wants to move, like I said, when it's moving, it cannot navigate its way. He just goes, he goes after the wind. He goes with the wind. It cannot, he can't, he can't turn right, can't turn left. So wherever the, the, the locust is going to, is what? He depends on where the wind will take him to. He does not fly in opposite direction of the wind. He flies in the direction of the wind. Hallelujah. The wind. The spirit. The spirit of the Lord. Both in Hebrew and in Greek language, the spirit, what, what you know, the, the word spirit means wind. Hallelujah. The, the word spirit means wind or breath. Now, like the locust, God has spoken. It is for you to prepare yourself and propel yourself in this same direction. Propel yourself into the wind of the spirit. Propel yourself into the spirit. As the spirit is moving, as the spirit is flowing, as God is releasing power, and he is saying, I am going to do a new thing in your life. You need to be ready. You need to be ready. What is your life? How are you living your life? You need to be ready. Jump into the whole wind. Jump into this thing. 
prepare yourself and allow the wind to blow you. You know, most of the, most, uh, most of the times when, when, when the word comes like that, we want to do it in our own power. We want to do it by our own strength. Look at the locust. He flies into the wind. He knows that it is the wind that is going to take him wherever he's going to. He does not resist the wind. He doesn't fly in the opposite direction of the wind. Don't resist the spirit of God. Don't resist the power of God. If you want God to take you to a, the, the, new, a, the new level that he is talking about, if you, want, if you want God to do a new thing, don't go in the opposite direction of the spirit. Don't do it by yourself. Allow God to do it. Relax yourself and you will just get there effortlessly. Effortlessly. But all that you need to do is to propel yourself into this move of the Holy Spirit. Propel yourself into this move of the Holy Spirit. And you will get there. God this year is saying, this month, you know, when, he, when the word came, when he said he was going to do a new thing, suddenly it just happened. Beginning of last week, he said, it is our week. Within the month, he said, it is our week of new level. I think that was what moved me to begin to check. Why is God saying that? A word within a word. A, and, you know, a level within a level. And I started to look. And he said he's going to do a new thing. You're sitting there. God has put something great in you. And you've just, all that he wants you to do is just, just drop yourself. Just propel yourself into that wind. Propel yourself into the spirit. And he's going to take you there. But you are saying, no, I want to do it. You are, you are so afraid. You are just sitting there like the locust. Even not wanting to move. It's not going to work like that. Brothers and sisters, we need to propel ourselves. We need to move. We need to move. We need to move into it. We need to move into the spirit. And God will take us to where he says he's going to take us to. All that you need to do is just leap high enough. Leap high enough. Leap you know, this is the kind of situation when they say leap. You, you are not asking how high. You will try to leap higher than any other person that is, is in that thing, you know, is going for anything the person wants. And while I was preparing for this thing, clearly I know, I, I, I just knew it clearly, that for God to say, look, in this year month that I've said I will do new things, he now said it's your week of new level. I, 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 it just, it, it, immediately I knew, I knew that something, something was going to burst in our midst. I knew immediately. And, and, and if you've been following events, if you've been following things within this last week, you just know for sure that God has already been uh, doing something. Those of you that are watching Festival of Life, I don't know how many of you watch it. You know, last Sunday, pastor said it like, you know, he said it. He just dropped it. He said, if you are not going, you could have what? VIP ticket. in Where? In your living room, isn't it? Front seat. I don't know how many of us had that front seat. I was struggling. I was struggling, but at some point I had to stand as if I won't be cheated in this one. Yeah, because when, when, when the whole thing started, some things that I didn't expect you. You know, for how, many, how many MPs were there? Hallelujah, people. Those of you, that, how many MPs were there? We've not had that before. And the thing that... I, the Prime Minister was, was saying that day, agreed, okay, he wrote some of them down. But how many of you, those of you that watched it, how many of you really think that it, it just came like that? I know yesterday I had to watch his, his Easter speech again to this country. God is doing a new thing. 
if the man still remains and he keeps, he keeps saying it, he's, he keeps standing on his word. He has said it not once, not twice. This, his, the first time he said it, he was attacked. The whole papers went, oh, no. But it, go and listen to his Easter message again if you are not able to listen to the one that he said on the night. Is that, is that not a new thing? He just came in there. They had started, he came in there. And the man was very smart. He, he, he just learned everything that we do. That is you. That is you. The man, and when he finished, he didn't leave that place. When Pastor Agu said Gio was going to pray for him, he, I don't know if you watched, if you, if you were attentive. The way he was preparing himself, that, that Gio was going to pray for him. The man knows new level. He knows new level. Shall you not know it? Shall you not know it? Don't let the new level come and just pass you away. Don't let it come and pass you away. God wants to take you to a place you have never been before. That's why he said, I am going to do a new thing. God, what he says he's going to do is... He is taking someone here to a, a place you have never been before. A place your fathers have never been before. He is not talking of, uh, he's not talking of a copycat testimony. That some, the testimony that someone has shared before. No. He's saying your testimony is going to be new. Specific. Something that has never happened. It's going to happen to you. That yes, the dream that you have is just, it's there in you. You are feeling it's, it's burning. But you are so afraid to bring it out. You are, you are thinking, oh, my family members will say I'm crazy. My friends will think I've gone berserk. People will think I need to be somewhere in Cornhill. No. It is because he is going to do a new thing. He is going to do it. And once he says he will do it, he will do it. What is that thing that has kept you there? How have you expected it? Have you given up? Have you lost it? He's saying, I'm going to do a new thing. That one you've lost. I'm going to do something bigger. I'm going to do something greater. But the only thing that I need for you to do, you need to propel yourself. You need to prepare yourself. And God will take us there. In the mighty name of Jesus. I said, God will take us there. God will take us there. I shall do a new thing, is what he said. Shall you not know it? Tell your neighbor once again, shall you not know it? What did your neighbor say? Tell your neighbor again, shall you not know it? And rise with me and let us pray. Rise, rise, rise and let us pray. Just be on your feet, let us pray. Let us pray. We're going to pray. I don't know how desperately you need this change of level. Zacchaeus had, he was not a poor person. Life was not, was not bad way for him. He, the Bible said he, he was rich. He had if somebody who was ready to return four times what he had collected from people. Definitely still had the wealth there. He had it. But he was not satisfied. He was not okay where he was. His own case was that he wanted Jesus into his life. I don't know how many of us are there. You want Jesus into your life. I'm not going to call you out. I just want you to I want to give you this time. 
so that you speak to God and call him. Invite Christ into your life this moment. Tell him, Lord, I don't want to be here again. I am tired of where I am. I'm tired of the world. I'm tired of all the things that I've been. I'm tired of how much I've messed myself up. Father, please, I need you to come into my life. I need you to come into my life. I need you to come to my life. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. I want us to pray. And this is a prayer. I have only one prayer point for us. I want us to pray that prayer. And the prayer point is like this. Lord, I I throw myself into your wind take me to that new level. I don't know how much you desire that new level. Last week, pastor told us you must desire it. I don't know how much of it you desire, but if you desire it, the prayer I want you to pray, Lord, I I throw myself into your wind. Take me to that new level. Take me to that new level. Lord, this is me into your wind. Lord, I throw myself. I throw myself. I just throw myself into your wind. Lord, I throw myself into your wind. Lord, just take me. Take me. Take me to that new level. Take me to that new level. Take me to that new level that you have prepared for me. Lord, you know a better place for me. Where I'm heading to, Lord, is not where you have prepared for me. Lord, take me to that place that you have set for me. Father, oh Lord, whatever my worries are, Lord, I have dropped them there. Lord, take me. I throw myself into your wind. I throw myself into your wind, oh God. Lord, I throw myself into your wind. Just take me. Take me, oh Lord. Take me, oh Lord. Take me, oh Lord, to a new level. Take me, oh Lord, to a new level. Lord, I desire that new level. Take me to a new level. Take me, oh Lord, to a new level. Thank you, Father. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, once again, we cry unto you. Lord, please take us to that new level. Lord, do not leave anyone behind. Take us all to a new level. Take us to a new way of doing things. Take us, oh Lord, to those places we've never thought we will get there. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, blessed Redeemer. Thank you for the many testimonies that will come. Thank you, oh Lord, for great things that will happen. Thank you, Lord, for greater levels you will take us to. Blessed be your holy name, O Lord. Jesus mighty name we have prayed in Jesus name we have prayed